Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. It is Thursday, December 7th, 2023. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I'm your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott. And looking at my computer here, I have nine tabs open of nine news stories. So we're going to get right into it quickly. Um, but before I do, I'm not, as, not as quickly as I thought. Uh, yesterday, I did uh, a new feature called Wednesday Focus, where I just picked uh, a certain number of, of articles and really dove into those. If you found those useful or interesting or a nice change of pace, I'd be curious. Let me know. Either email me, Darren at the Cyber Guy. Find me on any of my social media accounts and let me know there. I'd, I'd appreciate any feedback. Um, but with that, let's get right into it. Bunch of stuff today. Uh, I just had to stop looking at news sites because I ended up with so many so quickly. So the first one is from cybersecuritynews.com. Green card lottery agency exposes applicants' data. This is Ernestus Napri's reporting. Thousands of applicants for the diversity immigrant visa program. Widely known as the Green Card Lottery, got their private data leaked by the U.S. Green Card Office Limited, a, a LLC registered in the U.K. that helps prepare the documents the cyber news research team found. So this is not a U.S. government entity, but it is someone that helps people in the U.S. But the database contained information on about 202,000 unique accounts, along with an additional 147,000 related secondary users. And it was placed in plain text in an open directory on usgreencardoffice.com. The database dump was left without any protection, was accessible to web crawlers, scrapers, and any website visitors. So that's how that kind of got lost. They discovered this on November 16th, just now reporting it today. Includes a whole host of, of information. Go look at it if you want. The point here being, now one point again, I want to reemphasize, this is not an official U.S. government authority site. So it's not the government, U.S. government didn't screw this up. Somebody else did. But again, it goes to show that it's all human error, right? This was just an incorrect configuration of the of this, the infrastructure and allowed bad guys in. So again, um, problematic. Guys kind of goes to focus that it's the human problem that we still need to work on. Um, but again, just another example, an example of that. All right. Also from cyber news, Justinus Benalavikis reporting holiday shoppers face increased risk of cyber attacks. Well, let's just say that that particular title is a no duh kind of title, but almost 30% of cyber attacks fall on retail, putting shoppers hunting for holiday deals at risk. Security experts have warned both retailers and consumers have should take extra caution during the holiday season. With online shopping platforms already a prime target for cyber criminals, particularly vulnerable this time of year, according to the security provider, Curator, Curator, whatever, Q-R-A-T-O-R, whatever that is. But again, this is not a surprise. And I only, I only mo mentioned this particular article just because, again, it's something you need to stay aware of because, um, you know, especially for the folks in your life, the family members, seniors that aren't paying attention to these kind of things, just make them aware Educate them to be careful as they shop online. Be a particularly careful of SMS-based attacks, which is a new wave kind of going through now, um, which are you know low low tech methods to try to get people to open particular um, messages. Um, the U.S. federal authorities have employed a term for this December called "Don't Click December." Should be "Don't Click Every Day of the Year." kind of thing, but whatever. And the point being, just be aware, let people know. All right, darkreading.com. This is uh, actually, there's just the staff writing this. U.S. Navy shipbuilder says no classified info leaked in cyber attack. 
yeah, but I bet you, but, but I bet you a bunch of unclassified data was, which is just as bad, but okay. Austell USA, A-U-S-T-U-L, a military contractor alerted law enforcement. It quickly mitigated a recent cyber attack on its system, and then an investigation is ongoing. A U.S. leg of an Australian-based shipping company named Austell, which is a contractor for the U.S. Department of Defense and the Department of Homeland Security, alerted the FBI and the NCIS of the cyber attack. The cyber attack was claimed by the Hunters International Ransomware Group, which leaked stolen information as proof of the breach on its website on the dark web. So again, the headline here is, is interesting yet misleading, right? And, and this is kind of why I do this podcast a little bit, to kind of bring in things to this that, is, that the headlines misattribute. It says no classified information leak. Sure. I'm assuming that the classified information for this company was located on a server that was protected, encrypted, hard to get to, all that kind of stuff. But I guarantee you there was unclassified data that was taken. Now, what that is exactly, we do not necessarily know at this point. They, they did say that no personal or classified information was taken. Again, keynote here, no personal or classified. Something was taken. It's a ransomware group. They probably did take something. Um, will we ever know what it is? Chances are not. There will be an investigation, yet we will never hear what it is. But again, the point being, just because no classified information was leaked does not mean that's okay. It still means it's bad. And the defense industrial base has got to pay attention to this and work on their cybersecurity. Actually, it's an area I actually work in. Um, but that's a perhaps a story for a different podcast. All right, cyberscoop.com. Christian Vasquez reporting dangerous vulnerability in fleet management software seemingly ignored by the vendor. And again, this now, again, we assuming that headline is true, again, shows human error. But researchers say digital communications technologies has not addressed a bug impacting its Cirrus 4 IoT gateway, leaving open the possibility for vehicle fleets to be shut down. How exactly? Interesting question. A major vulnerability that could allow hackers to manipulate a fleet of vehicles at once including the possibility of shutting down the vehicles, has gone ignored by the vendor for months, according to researchers that discovered the vulnerability. As the auto sector has evolved beyond a simple mode of transportation into computers on wheels, vulnerabilities in the software and controls that controls multi-ton steel giants have become an increasingly urgent topic for, cyber secure, uh, for security researchers. Now, one thing I will say, the vulnerabilities there doesn't mean it's been exploited. Now, now that it exists and it's now, let's see if there's a CVE for this. There is a CVE is 2023-6248. CVE again is common vulnerabilities and exposures. Um, it gives a hacker access to the software and the commands used to manage up to thousands of vehicles. Using just an IP address and a bit of Python, someone could access a Linux server through a gateway and access a suite of tools, including live locations, detailed engine diagnostic speaker or yeah, speakers, airbags, and so on. So again, it's not a problem yet, but something to pay attention to and goes to the point that if you've got an identified vulnerability, you need to fix it. This one's been identified has yet to be fixed. So again, problematic. Um, and it's why the bad guys win is stuff exactly like this. Bleepingcomputer.com, Sergey Gatlin reporting, U.S. Senator claims government spot, governments spy on Apple and Google users via mobile notifications. A U.S. Senator revealed today or rather on Dece yesterday, on December 6th, that government agencies worldwide demand mobile push notification records from Apple and Google users to spy on their customers. These revelations came or come after U.S. Senator Ron Wyden, who serves on the Senate Intelligence Committee, sent a letter to the Department of Justice warning that vigorous various governments around the world have been requesting push notification data from two major tech companies, the two major tech companies. The goal of these requests is likely to gain access on data required to link users with specific accounts or devices. And that's be interesting to see going forward, right? Because, you know, is 
was this done legally, illegally? If it's done illegally and your data was was compromised, was used in this in a way that is outside of the terms of service of Apple or Google, you do have legal legal, legal recourse to sue them. We'll see where it goes going forward. This is just kind of interesting. It'd be interesting to watch where this goes. This is just an accusation. I don't know if there's any proof to this, um, but something to pay attention to because we talk about TikTok a lot and the, their ability to give information to the government. And if Apple and Google are doing the same thing, they should be held to account and and outed rightly. Hacker News. Com. Hackers exploited cold fusion vulnerability to breach federal agency servers. So I did a Substack a couple days ago, which you can go find at cyberguy.substack.com, that talks about the government is not going to fix our cybersecurity woes. This was based on an article earlier in the week where a CISA executive said that he, we needed to do something new because, um, you know, patching wasn't going to work and you needed, we needed to force maybe I'm, I'm paraphrasing, force companies to improve their technology. But here we are, the, the government not being able to maintain their own systems. CISA warned of active exploitation of a high severity cold, uh, Adobe cold fusion vulnerability by unidentified threat actors to gain initial access to government servers. Uh, the vulnerability, which is CVE 2023-26360, presents as an improper access control issue and as exploitation of the CVE can result in arbitrary code execution. CISA said, adding, an unnamed federal agency was targeted between June and July of 2023. Here is my problem with this. Say who it was. Say who the federal, what, what is the problem with saying who the federal agency was? And hey, where's the Cyber Safety Review Board? Are you looking into this? Is there going to be a postmortem that can tell us how this happened? This would be certainly valuable because I'm sure there's other entities outside the government using cold fusion that may be impacted by this vulnerability as well. It'd be nice to let us know. I mean, my God, we're going to talk about setting regulations to require companies to do things that the government can't do itself or is unwilling to do. It's problematic. Read the, read the articles and more to it. Um, again, this just kind of irritates me. Um, say as I do as I say, not say as I do or whatever, whatever that term is. I'm saying it wrong. Who gives a crap? Allwire.com. Uh, Will Knight, a new trick uses AI to jailbreak AI models, including GP, uh, chat GPT-4. So I thought this was an interesting headline. I just kind of wanted to look into it a little bit. When the board of OpenAI, oh, yeah, who cares? This is giving some background. Into, right, let me rephrase it. When the board of OpenAI suddenly fired the company's CEO last month, it sparked speculation the board members were rattled by the breakneck pace of progress in artificial intelligence and the possible risk of seeking to commercialize the technology too quickly. Robust Intelligence, a startup founded in 2020 to develop ways to protect AI systems from attack, says that some existing risks needs more attention. Now, this is likely a big story with not a, much, a lot of robustness to it. In other words, it's kind of, let's put some fear into people about AI. That's my guess on this article, um, at least the point they're trying to make. I don't think it's going to be that bad, but let, let's continue on. Working with researchers from Yale University, Robust Intelligence has developed a systematic way to probe large language models, including ChatGPT4, using adversarial AI models to discover jailbreak prompts that cause the language models to behave. Now, again, this goes all back to ChatGPT and other AI models still require or have underlying programming created by humans that make it work. Humans are fallible. Their software is going to be fallible. So are there ways? To, I'm sure there were always going to be ways to do this. Just because someone figured it out doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's good to identify it, maybe good to fix those holes. But we have to understand 
that as technology advances, there are good things about the technology. There are bad things about the technology. I highly doubt that whatever this jailbreak is was going to allow people to use AI to have the machines take over and kill us all. But anyway, there's more to this article. It's a it's a pretty lengthy article. You can take a look at it. It's probably a three to four minute read. Um, but, you know, OpenAI said the company's grateful for the researchers to share their findings, which is great. They'll fix their model, which is fantastic. But again, let's not get all fearful that this is you know, some big thing that's going to cause us all to die. All right. It's SC Media, scmagazine.com, rather. Laura French reporting, Sierra router vulnerabilities pose hacking risk for critical infrastructure. This is always important because critical infrastructure is those things that make us go, like finance and banking, which is the same thing, energy, gas and oil, chemical stuff, it, it, all these things that are important for how the company maintains itself. So Sierra wireless routers are at risk of hacking due to 21 new vulnerabilities, including one critical vulnerability disclosed by researchers yesterday. Sierra error wireless AirLink cellular routers are among the most popular operational technology and Internet of Things routers used in critical infrastructure sectors, which can be subject to denial of service, remote code execution and credential stealing attacks due to the flaws. At least 86,000 vulnerable routers are exposed online, according to Forescout Bayer Lab researchers who discovered the bug. And you can probably, if you have a Shodan account, you can probably go find them if you wanted to look, which means the bad guys can as well. Now, hopefully, now it does say, okay, here, this is always a line in all of these kind of reports. Quote, there is no direct evidence of current exploitation of these new flaws. Okay, no kidding. There will be. It's just a matter of time. So here it is, December 7th. Mark my words, by the 15th, there'll be some exploitation of this router. It's a matter of time. Ideally, they will put out patches and people, but the problem is people then will not patch creates a whole host of problems. goes back to my other thing. This is human-made software and hardware made by humans. Humans are fallible. We just have to stay on top of it and update it and as we need to. And from the lastly, from the good news file, Phil Muncaster, Information Security Magazine, police arrest 1,000 suspected money mules. So money mules are people that work for hacker groups that help them launder their money. So there was a European, Europe, Europol's European money mule action operation um, identified mules in Colombia, Singapore, and Australia, arrested 1,000, although they identified 10,000. So there's a bunch more out there. This is a pretty good article with, with a happy ending. Um, so if I go look at it, it's pretty short. It's a really short one. Basically, they, they arrested 1,000 people. So at least some cyber criminal was, was arrested on December 6th. So we had that going for us. That's going to do it for today's podcast. I'm running out of time, so I'm going to let you go. As always, email me, find me on LinkedIn. Know that knowledge is protection. If we can understand the threat to targeting us, we can assess our risk. Proceed wisely. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again tomorrow. CyberSmart Morning News is written and produced by CyberGuy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com. Or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.